So today, episode six of the SimCast. Today I've got special guest Chili on the SimCast with us today. We've got Radio, who's back, and this time with a camera. We've got Rebel Strike and Night Scream. So you know, three of them are also in Virtue, but Chili is the odd man out today um, for a reason. He's he's actually done some really cool things. At least I think in the community in the past several weeks, I've noticed him. He's got a tavern, which you all probably remember me mentioning, <clears throat> excuse me, last week on the SimCast, and uh, I. Before I kind of talk to him about what it is he's actually doing with his community and what some of his goals are, um, I'm kind of curious, any of you have any things from this past week that you noticed in the Ashes community that stand out? I know that we had uh, two we had two interviews with Steven on Friday in two different places. Uh, I didn't get to watch both of them fully, but I caught about, I'd say, probably 90% of each of them, and I just really haven't had the time to go back. But uh, there were some pretty good questions, and... One thing a note I wanted to mention about that is, is um, he he did. I, I felt like he really put a lot into answering those questions, uh, some in, in quite quite a bit of detail. And uh, you really, and I've even noticed this in the community. You really noticed his passion in, in a lot of the answers that he was actually giving. And so I just thought that was really cool. And um, what did, what were some of the things maybe you all noticed this week that were of a note for you? Okay, so I'll go first. <laughs> um, one of the things I did notice in the previous, well, actually almost a week ago, the stream that he did and the podcast recently is he's waylaying a lot of the consistent asked questions like fun or staff, etc. And And I'm hoping that the community as a whole, MMO, is starting to hear how this is a uh, very well-developed, very thought-out process towards the creation of Ashes of Creation. So for me, that's that's been a very uh, good set of notes that I've been watching. Is you know how is how are some of these big questions being uh, massaged and can just get put to the bed and done? Right on. But unite. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to see either. I've been too busy this week, so. I've been trying to get time to watch him, but I just haven't had it. Right on. I understand. Um, as, as for me, one thing that I really want to point out, and uh, of course it's something that you've just pointed out too, which is kind of my talking point. Um, Steven has really been doing a great job engaging the community. Uh, and as, as a matter of fact, since PAX. Um, since PAX, he has been all about the community uh, trying to... Um, trying to give a little more detail of what was what has been revealed since facts um and i really i really like that in uh in in what he's done uh with um being on different podcasts giving us a little more detail and information and um you know just just really letting us know as a player base that he wants to communicate with us and he wants to be giving out as much information as possible within a, a good time period and I really got to hats off to him for not just being, you know, the brains behind the operation, but being able to connect with those, with the player base too. And that's just awesome yeah, for me to see. And I'm sure everybody else will agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I have had a pretty hectic past week, so mm -hmm. I haven't really been able to catch much of what's been going on. Yeah, I know you've had a busy few weeks, actually, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, Chili, you, you've you been, you know, I talked about this last week, too, on the last SimCast. You, you've you been doing giveaways for a multitude of things, I would say, probably, in your in your Discord. And I know I've missed a lot of them because I'm pretty busy myself. But, uh, you know, I know Rebels won some stuff. And I've just seen, it's just, I mean, uh, it's a very generous first of all. Uh, and, you know, like I said last time, the only expectation I've even recognized or seen is that you're just, the individuals are basically just present. They're just hanging out. They're just there, actually there. Um, you know, there's no, you know, follow this or that, or, you know, here's a bunch of check marks like I've got on some of my Gleam giveaways, you know, and stuff like that. You, you, it's just, just be there. Just be present when it happens and it could be whenever. Um, but you had mentioned to me a few things kind of about your plan with Chili's Tavern uh, in the Ashes universe or uh, 
I, I don't really want to say too much, but do you feel like kind of telling people about what your goal is with uh, your tavern and maybe what you're striving or aiming for, kind of what that end goal is for you? Yeah. So I, uh, I guess we'll get into how how it comes about in the description because there's a lot of people who don't know the background for why it even exists. It is recent event. We we're eight, nine. We're in the ninth day and nearing 160 members at between 80 and 100% activity. They're not just lurking and sitting mm-hmm. around. So a little little pat on the back there. Um, I think so. Not a, not a huge number, but a very active number. And that's important because it's that activity that matters in any Discord or any guild or whatever you want to call it. So with that, uh, most of you who have been around the Ashes community know that I only showed up on the scene about a month ago myself down from the guild that I had established a decade ago, we filter every game and only the top people will check into a game before we back it into our guilds. And this one had come up on the radar, Ashes of Creation. And I elected to go after it and say, hey, you know, I'll, 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 t- I'll take a look at the game, let's see. So actually I get involved in the community and I start showing up on the scene and I'm seeing what's going on. I'm seeing very stock normal stuff going on that is, there's a forum and it's only active when people choose to post and not everything's being seen and all of this typical debates are going on. So, okay, whatever, that's, that's standard. I see the Discord and I'm like, okay, well, there's, there's a little livelihood here. There's a, a large number of members. They're, they're shooting over 4K most of the time, but each night or each day that I'm on, I'm seeing, you know, the standard few people who are doing consistent um, either text or voice chatting what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I really like the game. I see the standard stuff that's going on in uh, atypical MMOs. Uh, what can I do to shake this up? What can I do to change this to make this a real um, grabber, a thing that will intrigue people to come see, hear, listen, etc. Even ones who aren't part of the community necessarily. So with that, I was like, okay, so I, I want to set something up that's going to draw in people who aren't part of Ashes, attract all the people who are inside of Ashes, and not want you know not in the not make it uh geared or slanted or oriented in one direction try to be as as agnostic as possible so uh here's my john wick reference in a continental <laughs> hotel right yeah totally neutral so it's not guild affiliated yes you'll see my tag is uh, affiliated to a guild in the ashes community because i'm messing around with that probably through that alphas etc i'm gonna run with them and see what's going on but the tavern itself will always remain non-guild affiliated. My character will not be in a guild, and it will always stay that way. Inside, if you come to the tavern, there's no guild tags because it's not for that. The guild, sorry, the tavern is being set up to mirror the in-game tavern. So in-game, I will be building a tavern and trying to build as big as possible and looking for any and every guild to protect it as that common space. Um, some of the backgrounds and taverns in there is you can do a war room so that you can get a better map view and some some special abilities from that if you're a guild or a group that's plotting some kind of a siege or raid. Mm-hmm. You uh, have rooms that you can rent so that you can rest and get rested XP, as I understand. It's a place to get bounties, so the bounty hunters, etc. It's a place to trade trade goods, wares, etc. So, you know, it's being set up to be that that hub, that neutral hub, and several guilds. Have said you know it's going to be protected it's going to be cool we're, we're going to stick with that now I, I bring the discord online after i keep chatting about this tavern in the ashes community chats and i thought you know what it's time to put this thing you know give it some legs make make it real and i thought well how are we gonna get people to come and i thought okay i'll give away a pack because that'll attract people and that was it the initial thought was mm-hmm. i'll just give away a pack and people will come and hang out and then I started thinking well how do we get to keep them how do we keep re-engaging them how do we keep that community spirit building as it were so that's where the flash giveaway thing came up it's like well you know everybody likes a tchotchke everybody likes to win a little something there's always a fun game on steam there's always some something to attract people's attention but again I don't want this to be self-promotion not guild promotion not for my personal company products not for my mm-hmm personal anything so it's always been that your requirements are a show up b you have to dm me when you if you win and if you're selected as a winner you'll never fill out a form you'll never fill out a questionnaire you will not be required to join anything 
none of it. Just come be part of the community and to some degree drop your strict affiliation to your guild in that sense and just be part of that community. In fact, talk to the rest of your guild, talk to other people who aren't interested and have them come and hang out and see what it's like. The fun that we have in any given channel, the, the other games people are playing that they may enjoy it as well, you know, whether that's Conan or, or you know, Gorgon, this weird little game that some of us are playing mm -hmm. as an interim filler. It's just to bring to life that community that I know all of us have individually or as groups in other uh, guild scenarios. Right now, if you go to my guild, it's always the same thing, right? If we're into a game, it's active. If we're not into a game, the score dies down. Mm -hmm. They have a couple other people, but who's active really? The few who pop on, want to share pictures, chat for a minute, or if there's a game running, you know, there'll be half a dozen people who are grouped up in that game. But there's no real consistent, well, yeah, I'm here with a group of six people, but wow, look at all these other people chatting, talking, you know, that, that, that lively tavern environment where you have that small din of conversations going everywhere that you may even have to remove yourself from because it's just so much going on. And, and that's actually a good thing. So the tavern is always going to be built to be that. Come hang out. Tell us of your adventures. Tell us of your jokes, your laughs. Ask for help, whatever the case may be. It'll always be provided and shown. The patrons will always be treated well and fair. And it'll mirror the in-game version of that. So I don't know. I could go on at length, so I'll kind yeah. of stop there unless you ask more. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, I think it's really cool. And, you know, and you said you said uh, you were going to be doing it. You pretty much were, the plans was that, like, it was going to be kind of a game-wide thing? Yeah, it's 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 certainly, you know, the server, whatever server ends up being selected, it's going to mm -hmm. be big in there. But people have talked about expansions into other servers, what have you. I still don't know what right. I'm going to do with that because... Me doing giveaways is something that's that's just me doing that. Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, we don't take donations or anything, so there's no affiliation or tie or somebody can say I provided that. There's no leaving that all out. And if somebody else starts up another, how can I say, franchise version of it, mm -hmm. I don't want to put any scenario where they feel that need or that pressure or that issue. Right. I wouldn't necessarily say no to it existing, but I wouldn't want it misrepresented or turned into, you know, Guild XYZ kind of dominates and mm -hmm. thus runs it. With, with me at the helm here, I can definitely say, <laughs> not the case, you know, go spin your wheels elsewhere. No, no, I know what you mean by I that. I can't too. track an EU server like that. That would be tough. But I don't want to leave them out, you know, how I am. I'm trying to be for sure for everybody. Yeah, I think the, the multi-server possibilities, I, I just, you know, <clears throat> they've been talking about that for a long time. And for me, it's something I'm really interested in seeing because, you know, it's the it's the alternate reality thing. It makes you wonder how things are going to look different, influenced by whether you got the same entities across different servers. <coughs> Excuse me, or if you have, uh, you know, uh, you know, you might only have, uh, let's say, for example, you said there's going to be certain guilds that are willing to ensure that it prospers as a neutral entity. Uh, so you you know, it makes you it makes you curious based on you know each server what guilds exist, which are more active, which are more into trading or more into war and, and such. It kind of makes you wonder how that's going to impact the, the just, just having a tavern, for example. I mean, something just like that itself can change how the server, you know, works. And so it's, it's interesting to see like how some of those, you know, some uh, other entities aside from just the tavern or guilds are going to be able to do that in the future too. Well, um, and, and the fact that we can manipulate how much it's growing, how much yeah. stuff is added in, rather than right. <clears throat> you voted, paid enough cash, and thus mm -hmm. you've got this resource. Right. It's not it's not just a resource. It's a living entity. Like the cities, like the nodes, like all of that is, this is just yet another piece like that that can grow and become part of this amazing development of a server environment mm -hmm. and a community. You know, it's both. Right. Really. It's a process between the two. For sure. So, what do you what do you all think about his idea with this tavern? I know some of you may have been more active in his the Chili's uh, Tavern Discord, but if you haven't, what do you kind of think about that idea, that description there that we've discussed? Sounds like a great idea, and I think mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to go jump over there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm not. I haven't joined, but I think I need to now. Right. Everybody's uh -huh. everybody's welcome. You know, we treat our bards as it were. These are content creators, like what we're doing here they get special room where they can do a green room not have any interruption 
bring extra patrons in to be able to do, you know, add them to the streams. They get a channel to post up their streams in, and then I'll announce it in the, in the Tavern Thing chat where we restrict pictures and those types of things so that people can see the text. We have picture channels, etc. Mm -hmm. But I want that pulled out and shown. So, you know, owner's prerogative, I will splash mm -hmm. that up so people can see it billboard type stuff so we're trying to make sure that those types of community things are highlighted i mean that's the whole goal here is just to build right. this fun growing environment for all the players for all the players i think that's the biggest that's the main reason that i felt like it was important to showcase what you're doing too is because i anybody who's pay attention to the simcast or even my streams or just the the guild your virtue it's we're all about community and it, you know community prospering and so you know hats off to you man that's definitely something that you've been doing and I, I think we could use a lot more of that in the Ashes community. And I'm really hoping that, you know, whoever sees this or whoever joins a tavern, you know, in the foreseeable future up until the game's launch, I'm really hoping, you know, that they can take some of, you know, places like Chili's Tavern and, and other places that do showcase the importance of community and, and can show that it can thrive. And they really, you know, are inspired maybe to do something of their own because I think the more of that, the better. Um, so. And, and kind of talking about Tavern Talk here with Chili, I want to I want to move into another discussion that I've really that we haven't really even discussed in detail, and I do feel like it's important to discuss the cash shop component and the uh, just the way that games are thriving and and how they are unable to thrive based on you know how they're how they're accruing income, how the how what their business model is. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to pull up my Twitter because this week I actually posted a tweet. And the reason I'm going to read it is because it's relevant to what we're about to discuss. And I want the viewer to to take this in and think about it. Okay, I had a question. Please hold as I... There we go. <laughs> Why is the MMORPG genre decaying instead of thriving is my question. And I gave my own answer. It's nobody is innovative. And that's the word we've used a lot, innovative. Nobody's innovative, staying true to what the genre is. And selling out the community that could be thriving for that money, just that money. Uh, so when I look at pay to win, I, we've talked about it in some detail. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about the the fact that they're, they're going to be doing a, a subscription model. I feel like that's very important for a few reasons. Uh, it keeps away a lot of the toxic type of individuals. It keeps away a lot of bot accounts. It, if you've got to pay for your account, Every time you get banned and you get banned and you get banned, it's, it's, it ends up being money you're not making, and it ends up eliminating your ability to uh, to exploit the weakness. So such such as it is. And the other thing is, is that when you've got a subscription model, <laughs> well, actually, not subscription model. This is another topic. So subscription model. That's that's my thing for. It. I think it's important. I like to know that the people are able. If you're willing to invest the money to pay for a subscription. Uh, just to play a game, I feel like that helps to keep the quality uh, a lot higher just in general, even aside from just the botting, it helps to keep away, like I said, the trolls and all that toxic stuff. Not all of it, clearly, but it does eliminate that. It does eliminate a lot of the potential for the gold farmers and things like that. Uh, so onto the cash shop, the, the, some of the big issues with cash shops is, aside from some of the little details we're going to go into, is that generally speaking, the issue with cash shops is if they're if things are giftable, right? If things are giftable in the cash shop, uh, and you can gift those things to people uh, in game for like gold, for example, then that can kind of ruin the in game economy too. And so, currently, they've got a model for their their shop, and at this time, I don't really have any concerns with the way it's structured and organized because the game's not live. And currently, nobody can really use gold to pay people to get these things. There's always going to be a way that people are going to find to be able to do that, I'm sure. But the way that they have it set up currently, it looks pretty good. Uh, it's mainly pre-order packs and cosmetics and things like that. But uh, so discussing, the, let's talk about the cash shop. Uh, what are some pros and cons of a cash shop for you all? We'll go to Chile and just go to Night and Rebel and Radio. All right. So... You, you touched on subs and or you know the, the subscription versus free to play model. Yeah. That's where the cash shops come to birth. You know, this yeah. is where we see MMOs back in the day were all subs moved to the free to play slash cash shop. Right. And you can't begrudge a company that, <coughs> pardon me, produces a game and then goes and throws it into free to play. 
they have to make their money. I mean, they're a business. Right. They have to pay their developers. They have you know, wheels to get to. So the cash shop becomes a thing that is a requirement. I personally would love it to never be free to play and always right. be subs so that a cash shop wasn't a dependency like that, but it makes it dependent. Right. So, so now we enter, we enter the world where it is cash shops and we do see them all the time and right. we enter into a new problem that is, oh, well, you can buy these XP boosts and you can buy these swords that are the best and you can buy these packs now that can give you all sorts of new treasures. And we enter into the pay to win solution. Again, some subs don't typically falter with because they don't have a cash shop or if they have a cash shop it's cosmetic basically only and there's no worry about that money coming in so they don't have to do things to entice the wallet to be open the pay to win scenario that ends up in cash shops obviously is what at least western mmos i have frowned upon greatly because western mmos i should say it's player base does not appreciate whatsoever the fact that somebody can just jump in buy this ultimate stuff and then negate all the hard work they've done months to build slash raid finally get slash make whatever the case may be that sword or that piece of armor etc i don't i don't want to feel like i've invested eight months of my time to finally have that huzzah sword mm -hmm. and then you just turn around and spend 15 bucks and bought it yes i don't i don't care that you spent 15 bucks i care that the company would belittle my time and effort and loyalty in such a way Exactly. So I don't, I don't want cash shops to ever sell a pay-to-win thing. Now, pay-to-win is uh, an abused subject in my mind, too, because some people will say boosts are pay-to-win. Yeah, but somebody could also say uh, rested XP is a pay-to-win. You just log out for two days, and you come back, and you got double XP. You've done nothing, and you're getting a bonus to it. It's debatable. What I definitely don't want to see is something where it obviously gives an advantage. Personally, keep it to cosmetics. Right. Just be done with it at that, and then we can get into the sub the subject of uh, free to play versus subs and how that affects that. It's it's tough because those are two so, so intertwined. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Any, I'm of the of the genre that I don't like any type of boosts, yeah. pots or whatever in a cash shop. If you keep it to cosmetics. I'm fine with it, even if it's a sub-model game. But as soon as you put anything in there that gives an advantage to another player when they just entered this game or just because they have the money to afford it, whereas when I jump into a game, I've been playing for months on end to get to where they currently are now after three hours of play. No, it's it's unacceptable. And it, it's just, it makes me feel like all they see is dollars and they're not seeing their players they're just seeing us as dollar signs yeah. and i don't like that um for me it's just the you know to as far as the cash shops the pros are i, I don't see many pros i mean i really don't even even with cosmetics uh I don't know about you, Sam, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Back in the day, if you wanted a cosmetic, you went out, you grinded it, uh, you kept it in your bank, and if you wanted to wear it around town, you had to, you know, equip it and, you know, <laughs> say, hey, everybody, look what I got. You know, I miss those days, and, you know, it, it sucks that, yeah, you have to keep an extra item in your, you know, your bag or something like that, but there was no money in and you had a story with the item. You had a, you had a, a good a feel good moment. You had that nostalgia, like like we've been talking about for weeks. It's I just have so many cons for a cash shop that I just even with cosmetics, um, there's no pro for me. Um, and it's just you know I I really think that the the, the shops and all the stuff that looks really nice that adds to your to the to your experience as a player. I don't really think that adds to your experience. I think it adds to um, what you what you want to look like. I don't know because that option's available, but it, I I don't think it's necessarily in game. You know, let me let me let me add on to that for you, Rebel. If the cosmetics are available readily in the game, meaning it's not a rage struggle for a cosmetic or maybe an ultimate cosmetic fine but your general cosmetics 
a new skin for a mount, a new furry costume for your character. These things are readily available through, you know, event quests, fun things, or some some minor quest or medium quest or hard quest, depending on the item. Great, but if it's one of those things where you have to struggle to get one cosmetic, what I think you find is you lose, you start losing some of the RP base. Mm-hmm. And while nobody wants to talk about it, the RP base is a huge base to oh, it. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of MMOs, right. yeah. RPG games, is RP. Yeah, exactly. That that cosmetic is an important thing. I don't care how it's delivered. I don't want it to be just strictly cash shop. I don't. I'd rather see people questing and getting it in the game and avoid the cash shop because, again, there are plenty of people who can't cash play or there's somebody like me is going to own every damn thing there is. You know, I just don't care. I'm going to... I'm gonna buy every damn cosmetic even the crap I would never go wear because I can't, you know, <laughs> or get the achievement of I've got every single furry costume ever thus entitled furry king, you know. <laughs> but but it's got to be readily readily available, or our, our peers are gonna just dump on you. You know that that yeah. uniqueness of my character, that look and feel that everybody wants, that personification, how they see themselves in that game. It's got to be something the game provides. That content, content being king, must be there in some fashion. And yeah, some games make money with that model um, in, in the purchasing. Don't know how I feel totally about it, but it's hard to just run it strictly on subs. It's tough. Yeah, I've got to agree with y'all. I'm not the biggest fan of cash shops at all. I rarely will buy anything out of them, but I don't think that there should be anything that could give you an advantage in-game. In a cash shop, it should just be cosmetics. I mean, anything else is just not worth it to really play when you can just buy it. Right. Got it. And on- Go Sorry. ahead. No, you're good. You're and good. honestly, there's a lot you can do with cosmetics, and I'm just going to go straight back to Guild Wars 2. There's more than just cosmetics in that shop. They um, even yeah. their quote unquote their uh, permanent tools. They have right. multiple different versions of those. They have die packs for because you can die everything. Um, they've taken their cash shop cosmetics and it is almost what I base every other cash shop on is how do they stack up against Guild Wars Two. Agreed. As far as I'm concerned, that is the best cash shop I have ever seen in a game. And there's nothing in that cash shop. Well, I mean, there's there's some cosmetic items, but like tools, etc. There's nothing there that it, a regular player can't just go get now, which is nice. Exactly. It it might not be the permanent, but you can go buy tools. So you know, Ooh. it might not be the best costume in the game, but you can get and, again. Yeah. You can get the costume. I will say this for Guild Wars, and in you know it's kind of a con too, is they actually do still have boosts, but it's not enough to keep somebody from. It's not enough for, like, if you were comparing comparing it to somebody who didn't have a boost, it's not that dramatic of a difference. Well, and and on top of that, so you know that one of the things they have is this treasure chest, right? And a key. Mm-hmm. And in it, you yep. can get boost, right? Or you can get them out of the cash shop directly. However, and not only that, you, you can pick them Wars up. Time. You can pick them up from questing. They give the keys and the chests away in the game. They give the boosts away in the game for rewards, etc. And they also just randomly will mail you a boost. It's yep. like, oh, you know, uh, we felt like doing something nice for everyone today. Here's a boost. You know, so it's like, they, Thank you. So they balance it out for the non-cash player. <clears throat> that's the way to go. Yeah, it's like I have hundreds of like boosts sitting in my 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 bank for Guild Wars Two because I just like I have too many. And and they put they put you know goofy stuff in there too. You know this this surprise box. It does literally nothing for anybody, but it's a cash shop item, and so they make some money on it. It's not a huge amount per unit. But it's one of those innovative ways that she's saying to use a cash shop to generate money and mm-hmm. not affect the actual gameplay where it's tilting it. Right. You know, when, love, when, love I, when I think about some of the stuff that you all have been saying, too, I think it's important. Like you talked about the RP component, Chili, and and uh, and I kind of one thing I thought about when Rebel was talking to is uh, when you have t- when 
when you've got when you know that you can go into a cash shop and you can just purchase something it, I, I feel it absolutely takes away from the player experience um and like i think chile had said you know the, when you've got to go and you've got there's a journey you know for some of the for a lot of these things in game there's a story there there's the story that perhaps the 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 narrative that goes along with how that item is accrued or you know uh gained in game whether it's because of a set of uh quest chains with the story that's unique to the player or whether it's uh uh just your own personal story of the time and the energy and the effort it took to get it and the journey that maybe you went with the people that helped you uh i think a lot when i think about that about the old legendaries of wow you know when you had to go into a raid and you had to work hard and you had to you know that i'm not a big fan of of the overall grind of something like wow when it comes as a quest i've talked about that a lot um but i look at cash shops and and i agree with guild wars too it's a pretty good cash shop and <clears throat> my my main issue with cash shops is when it's something that you can get that is 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 not obtainable in game i feel like it's if it's a variation cosmetics for example if it's a variation of something you can get in game and the in-game version is by far more elegant or exquisite or it's just you know it's more tasty it, it to me that yeah i like that yeah to yeah. me then it's not such a big thing because i know i can get the better version if i work hard for it um but i it's still i feel like it's you really really got to be careful about just having too much in the cash shop because one thing about wow that i like is and there's it's this blizzard we're talking about so i've got i'm about to get into something else too but the thing about them is like almost all of their pets and mounts over all the years like if you look at their cash shop it's it's still freaking minimal after all this time and it's a culminate accumulation of things that they've allowed people to purchase over the years and a lot of them were for you know hurricane relief funds or you know some cause you know initially and and you can purchase them and sure they're not they're exclusive to the cash shop but there's so few of them in comparison to the just insane amount that you can get in game that it just you know the when you weigh it the in game just i mean pummels down it just crashes on the scale as you said and as as rubble had said there should be cosmetic items that are specific to in game yes they are the better yeah. version they are yeah. the cooler stats maybe yeah. They're definitely the ones that like, okay, so I've got this beautiful white flowy armor and it's just, I look like right. ultra paladin. Yeah. And everybody goes, ooh, ah, and they can go get it from the cash shop too. And then boom, yes. here comes Rebel with his sharp black ass, white shiny coming off the edge, flame <laughs> hanging out cape. And it looks almost like the same armor, but he's the one dude in all 20 of us white you know, guys standing <laughs> there going, look how pretty we are. And he goes, uh-huh, but I'm him. And walks through the mm -hmm. crowd. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I see all you white knights, but I'm the light bringer. Yeah. But but see, he we all stop and go, oh, because we know what he went through. Right. See, that. Right. That is different. No amount of cash should be able to buy that. Every bit amount of notoriety should go with it. That's cool. Yeah. And that Absolutely. smile that I just had. Yep. Yep. That that's that's what the that's what the player base wants. Yeah. If they work hard for something, and you know, you like it, like Chili said, you line them all up and you were the one who stands out, that's because you put the time and the effort and you had the camaraderie and you had the community to follow through and you went through it. And man, it's just nothing can take that away from you. And that is what games need now. They, they need those moments that, that, no, that no amount of money can take away from That feeling of satisfaction. Yes. Definitely. Just a, mm -hmm. Accomplishment. That, yeah, achieving your goal, working so hard and finally getting to the end and going, oh my God, like it's here. Yeah, you know, I feel like we've actually hit a couple of the bullet points talking about how it's how it succeeds, how it fails, right? You know, well, one thing one thing that's pretty important though is is you know I've been guilty like in ESO for example. There's uh, the XP things you can get. Sure, in game you can get uh, you with Psych Ambrosia or something. I think is what it's called. Um, you can craft these. You can make them out of in game items. It's an equivalent to the cash shop. I, I personally just feel like, and, and I know there's many people that disagree with me on this, and I've, I've been guilty of using them and crafting them by buying them, getting them, whatever. <laughs> I think if it's something like Nice Cream said where they just send something to the people that are actively playing the game or have logged in or whatever, and it's like, boom, guess what? We hooked you guys up. I'm cool with that kind of an XP boost, but I feel like if you can craft it, or even if you can craft it, it's not in a cash shop. This is my own, my own two cents here. I feel like that takes away because... Look, I've, I've, I've always got alts. I play lots of alts, you know what I'm saying? And and so, it, yeah, it's easier, it's convenient, 
Um, and I don't think that I'd probably feel like grinding so fast. I think if my account, and this is a different topic probably, but which I'll get into probably in the next cast, I think, but account-wide, I feel like is very important for me. Uh, and, and I feel like account-wide is important because when it comes to if I'm playing in alt, if I still can see at my my legacy as a player that I still have this this reflected on, you know, my account, my achievements, my my stuff and things, and I can look and say, hey, no matter what character I'm playing, like I still have my stuff here when I look at it, then I don't feel the need to grind as much. I'm more willing to go through the story with the new character. That's just me. Um, but I feel like XP boosts or gains that can be crafted or bought, that's just me personally. I don't feel like they should be in MMO. And that's just that's just my two cents, and I know y'all might feel different about it, but if if you put it into a cash shop, you know, if, if they build it, they will come, right? That's the statement. So yeah. I told you, I, I I'm a cash player. I'll buy it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Who's to? Don't give it to me as an option. I don't yeah, I bought them. Yeah, option, I'm gonna buy it. I mean, right. that's just the way it is. I don't want them there. Don't put them there. But if they're there, <laughs> damn skippy, I might get one. And by the way, if I can give them to other people. Then there's going to be 20 people running around with the damn things too right you know, it's just dumb don't don't put them in there now right. as far as building one in the game i don't know how i feel about that because i haven't done that i played eso but i didn't use those a lot right and i see i see where it can be uh like a reward in essence maybe it should be harder to obtain i don't mind that they give them to everybody because it's the month celebration the one year anniversary whatever that is totally okay with me because everybody got one exactly. in essence there's zero boost to it because we all got the boost from it. Mm -hmm. um, but when it's when it's something that can be totally skewed unfairly to people who who have the money to waste on that versus people who might spend some money versus people who honestly they're just they're just in it for the sub and that's all they can be and they just want to enjoy their time. Yeah, you're you're building imbalance and you're and you're diffusing the communal feel to it. You're saying you're, you're setting people aside, and I'd rather. It'd be more communal, and we all go and grind it together, play the same, help each other through hard quests, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, yeah I was gonna say too, before I forget about this too. You know, when I'm thinking about ESO, <coughs> they put the. Uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, Chili, but they put the motifs, which is uh, a big part of the crafting experience when you're a crafter for all the different um, armor weapon styles, the way that they they look when you craft them. At various different uh you know tiered levels and item level and stuff but they they have this they just their, their cash shop i mean it's that ridiculous. is ridiculous man like they put it's a cash so, company it is so, hardcore started i know i can added yeah uh, the researching thing to uh, right. the research time after no. i finished getting all nine trades yeah me too slowly. i'm like yeah. you oh, hell no right. and, yeah. and they devaluated her effort time and time spent. oh yeah exactly and, gamer, and that's exactly. months and months and months to finish all that and right like, well, why did i do it when i could have just waited and done it that way and then you can go buy the, the 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 motifs you can buy the whole thing so now here's my other thing too right so with the motifs i mentioned Here's, here's another bigger problem. When you have anything like that that you can just go buy later, like let's say it comes out in this patch, the only way to get it right now is you go and you've got to grind it, get it from a trial or a dungeon or whatever, or, you know, crate drop that's in game, you know, because you completed a daily or something. Like, don't take those things and go, hey, well, you can just buy them too. Because now you also mess with the end game economy. The people that were grinding hard and that the value of this thing, like help them in, you know, earn income in game. You just like completely just, cut that away yeah and they do that with like so many things in that game so what were you gonna say rebel let me ask you guys let, let me get your guys opinion on this idea mm -hmm. about uh, let's say about items in cash shop let's take away the crafting and the experience and stuff like that let's make it pure cosmetic so if, if a cash shop's pure cosmetic what do you think of an idea that if you like let's say you run a dungeon and you run or you run a specific set of chain quests or anything like that an item then becomes unlocked for cosmetic inside a cash shop i, I don't actually just for you yeah for your cash shop your personal for cash you, shop. maybe maybe a different variation of, of somebody else maybe a, a die mm -hmm. that no one else can ever obtain uh you know just or if everybody can obtain it just yeah. something that keeps you inside the game 
that you can unlock for 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 purchasable items later. I've actually played a game that they they did that with their cash shop, and it was well received because you still had to earn it physically in the game, and then if you chose to, you can then. You know, it's unlocked and you can purchase it for a buck or two. It was usually less expensive. I think that would be a really good idea, man. If it's less expensive, then I'm all for it. But if I went yeah. through that time and unlocked it, I want that. I don't want to have to pay for it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm good with that as long as... Okay, so if you have to I buy mean, it... I mean, variation. <laughs> a variation. So, like, like yeah. let's say you, there, there's a specific item that's, that's amazing that you could possibly get in the game, but you can unlock a variation of the game for your time, let's say you didn't get the item, you still didn't get the item, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding, but you have nothing to show for it. So, so in a free-to-play game, remember, this is this is where you have to separate the two, if you want to say a sub-game versus a free-to-play game. Free-to-play games can't not have a cash shop. They have to have one because they yeah. have no way to generate revenue. Mm -hmm. So if you want to implement that with cosmetics, I mean, don't put boost, it's still obvious, but <laughs> if you want to implement that with a cash shop, cosmetic or a portional cosmetic meaning get through steps three this part unlocks step eight this part unlocks step nine you get the in-game unit and all the portions are unlocked in your cash shop so that people can buy variants of it that's a way for them to 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 not mistreat the, the playing people as well as still earn money and in a free-to-play mmo i would okay that they they have to be in business and i want a game to play you know right. i want to be able to have the that's why I still want to get into your next subject, which is stop all the damn cash shop. Yes, put subs back like it used to be. Yeah. And yes, games thrived quite well under that model. Yeah. So why not? I think sometimes we talked about this in episodes ago. You know, I think Night Scream is one that said it. Some take it back to the basics. I think this was like first, second simcast or something, right? Like yep. take it back to the basics. Like sometimes less is more. And, and that's just the way I see it. And like like rebels topic like see here's the here's the thing if someone's if someone's in game is cosmetics and i'm going to advocate for the people that don't have maybe the income to play put in more than their sub model at best right like they put in that's like what they can uh, you know they're living on a tight income and this is their this is the thing that they have to look forward to they get on and they want to play and they're on uh, you know they got to watch their money and stuff and they, they got enough to pay for their sub, but they can't go and pay for cash shop items, unlockable or not, via in-game. And if their they're in-game is being able to to have every uh, cosmetic, and it's there's a lot of things that are only purchasable via the cash shop, uh, then the problem is is that they could easily get... They could easily just not want to play because of the fact that they recognize they can't achieve what they want to because it's not all in-game. So... Cash shops are tricky, like the Chili said. It's really tricky because, you know, if you don't have as many things like cash shop, if you know sometimes less is more. I feel like you know you stick to the sub model, make it unlockable in game. Maybe you can go get it in the cash shop. Do for all right. For example, you can earn. They talked about embers, right? It's a currency. They haven't really exactly gone into detail about how that's earned and stuff. I I'm not opposed for someone being able to work in game at doing something. And working hard and potentially getting some sort of credit that can get them the item in the cash shop because then it's not strictly just the cash shop it's like if someone works hard in game and they're paying their sub then then it's like i can get this too and i don't have to buy it I, I, i'm gonna jump in before night scream mm -hmm. guild wars 2. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. you can do that they absolutely allow in-game earning of yeah. gold swap to gems gems buy everything in the cash shop mm -hmm. so time spent Currency exchange. Yeah, that's yep. what I like about Guild Wars 2's cap shop too. It's like they're the, I do I did notice that in their cash shop, like it was really just it was really well done. If you're gonna have one, that was probably probably the I would say best it one I've seen. Study study the hell out of that model because I, really out of all I, of yeah. them. Guild Wars two is I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote, you know, is the gold standard for yep. MMO cash back shop. That. I, I definitely back that statement. I would 100%. too. So, so, all right, we're going to transition here. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that cut any of you all off? Did any of you have thoughts before we move on? No, that, that last point was one that I wanted to make sure that we, yeah. that we covered was the ability to go in and out of the game com uh, com economy to the real economy, yeah. cash economy, and that there is a function there that can keep you in a cash shop with really nice things 
but not lose your in-game base. And again, to harp on it almost like I'm, I'm a, a paid person and I'm not, I'm not affiliated to anybody or anything. <laughs> GW2, Guild Wars 2's cash shop is the gold standard. You've got to give your in-game players some way to reach out to that cash shop without the cash. It will be harder. They won't get as many things, but the company thrives with the money. The players thrive with the ability to get the items. Everybody wins. So. I agree. I agree with that. I know Steven's really made a point too of talking about the items uh, on a lot of the Q and A's and saying these items that you can purchase from the cash shop won't be the best versions. Uh, he, he had mentioned that the best versions are earnable in game. I feel like they're definitely. I think that's something that they've got on the table that they're really trying to ensure they do right. So I don't think they've really got a hundred percent uh, sure set to what they're going to do. Which to me, I feel like is. I feel like that's wise. The thing that I, and this is a little, little bit of a separate topic before I get to the next one, but the thing that I see that's, that they're doing wise is something that I really appreciate as a person. That's something that I value in community is I've seen it a couple of times too, is they don't, they don't say they already know for sure exactly how it's going to be yet because they're still trying to make sure they do it right. I feel like that's important. That's, that shows wisdom. Uh, and another thing I noticed is that uh, when when they've even talked about hiring staff, they've been you know looking to do that for a while. They don't just hire big numbers, you know, quality over quantity. I keep seeing that reoccurring trend. It's something I value as well. And I feel like that's very important because they're trying to ensure that the people that are, you know, are helping in the creation of ashes have shared the same, the same, you know, uh, maybe cultural identity or values instead of you know fundamental values for how they feel about the MMORPG genre. I feel like that's a reoccurring trend with them. And so I appreciate that sometimes they don't have an answer right away. I appreciate that they're like, we're, we're still trying to figure that out. We're still thinking about that. I feel like that's important because you're not just telling people what they want to hear. You're not just throwing it, throwing them that, you know, some, something that's going to change repeatedly, which is another big mistake that does make whenever they, they set these, these uncertain, uh, at least from their perspective, they're not really sure, but they're just going to throw it out there and say, we're going to get here by this point in time. And one of the things that they've been triumphing over is they have managed to hit every goal on time and they've been able to do it without saying this is exactly the way everything's going to be. They still don't have the answers for everything. That's good. That's good because some stuff comes with experience and time. So, so here's the other part of the whole cash shop idea. Now, a lot of people talk about how there's cash shops and I call them cancer crates, right? I call them cancer crates. Uh, that here, here's my little soapbox moment. Okay. Is when you've got individuals that are willing to buy those crates. Now, I I also want to expand on saying crates and say card packs, okay? Because I don't think that always they always think about that. For example, in uh, Elder Scrolls Legends or in Hearthstone, you can go through the game and play and, and everything, and you can earn a lot of these cards, right? Some of them, you know, you can't earn again, etc. But they've got the same thing. It's the same damn thing, man. Like. You're going to get X amount of cards and one of these right here. So I could just come in and buy all the damn cards, man. I come in here and sometimes you know you're going to get everything. So to a new player that comes into the game, here's a problem. I can't earn what the guy that just started playing can buy and go compete with them in 30 minutes. This guy could go buy all the stuff, put a deck together, and, and I'm stuck with this basic garbage that I just, I'm going to get stomped. So there's, there's, it's the same idea as a cancer crate. And the, the other problem is sometimes it's the RNG. You might get something over and over and over. You want this one item and you're going to roll over and over and over and dump money into it. So whether it's these crates and like ESO's got these crates, they're horrible. You can't earn any of that. The majority of that stuff, you know, the mounts and things in game, you can't go into a trial, get it. You can't go into a dungeon, get it. You can't get an achievement, get it. The majority of their really cool shit is in their cash shop. And the majority yeah. of the like card game is the same stuff. So when people are like looking at some of these gaming companies and going, "Oh, they're guilty," shit, Blizzard's doing it too. They were doing it. They were doing it Hearthstone way before the other card games came out. And nobody looks at that stuff. It's the same thing. So here's my problem with those those crates and any of that. This is separate from just the cash shop. It's usually included, but that is horrible. Here's why: you are preying on the individual who is seeking that that pleasure, that joy of getting that thing. You are making it, you're binding it to in a, a random chance question mark of being able to get it. And so you got people, and here's the problem, okay? You're preying upon the individual and potential addiction issues that they can have, okay? Yep. Because 
Yeah, because mm -hmm. individuals, like it could be sex, it could be gambling, it could be look, there's a here's a here's a perfect baseline for the viewer, okay? Why do you think people crack their damn necks all the time? It's an addictive process, people. I do it all the time. It's an addictive process. If you see anybody who, who cracks their neck a lot, they're doing it because there is a reward to doing that. Your brain says there's an injury. Your body releases its natural morphine, right? And you have a, a calmness, a, a relief effect. It's not like if you went out and got an opiate or something, but it still acts. It we have the reason that those drugs work on people's bodies is because we got cell receptor sites for those chemicals already. So here's the thing: you can become addicted to your emotions. Yeah, happens all the time. That's how people have love addictions. That's how people have gambling addictions. It's not the individual. It's not the gambling. It's the psychological process that happens when we release the damn chemicals in our brain because of our pleasure centers and how they work. Okay, so when you put in a damn cancer crate or a car pack thing and you put a money on it and you say, you might get this thing, right? It's like going to the lottery. Hey, $438 million, guys, Powerball, let's go. Right. And, and it's it the same absolute thing. prey on that addiction. It is it, prey on it. So you're preying on people. Mm -hmm. If it weren't, it would be 10, 10 items, 10% chance on all of them, and and that's it. Boom, you're done. And there would be right. no more packs ever. There would be no more of them given out, or it would be a rare thing. What they do is they constantly make another one. Hey, this month it's this. This mm -hmm. spring it's that. This Valentine's Day it's this. And if you buy enough crates, you'll eventually get it because it's such a low percentage drop item. It's it's flat out. It's preying on even yes. the cash player at that point. So even if and you it's, cash shop, and it's, it's be, and those crates in a lot of countries now have become illegal. Illegal, right? Yep. And they and they just need to get rid of them. Yeah. The so governments mm -hmm. are finally taking a step in, which is where you know the 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 gaming commissions didn't want this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call. Go off and say it. EA pushed too far, and all of a sudden they didn't expect the gamers because you know, oh, they're gamers, they're little geeks in mama's basement. They didn't expect people to, be, to have the outcry that they did when they put those cancer crates in the game for progression, and that's what yep. the, the late the laser focus of the government said. Okay, everyone's having a, a hissy fit about this. Laser focus. What's going on? And then the government gets involved and governments of countries like no this this is definitely gambling they can't have this in a game and it's been and systematically it's slowly but surely it's starting to be taken out and it needs so, to let's go back to basics and get rid of that crap so yeah. as, some, as someone who plays her stuff and i play it a, you know I, I tell you guys i play her stuff a lot this this is the one time that i did not buy an expansion pack where you would get, you know, 50 cards or 75 cards. Now they've added a little more. <clears throat> this is the one time I didn't buy it. Now, actually, this one, th this season is not too terrible. But the past couple seasons, if you weren't buying these things, you were not getting ahead. And the biggest thing that I have to say about, you know, Hearthstone and, and, and all of those kind of kind of card games um, that I do love playing. It's one of my favorite favorite things to play. Me too. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I have to say is you can remedy, remedy this situation as a company if, one, you balanced your cards, and two, you didn't make certain cards so overpowered. And if you do are going to, if you're going to make one card overpowered over the other, and you're going to have a meta, make a meta for other, you know, different type. Earnable in game. Yeah. Make make a meta different for different classes. Don't just make it one or two flavors of the season. Like, don't be so greedy as a company. Honestly, that is the remedy for all of this. If you're going to make things where people have to pay money to get packs and cards and stuff like that, do not be greedy with the, the stuff you make digitally. Come on, dude. Don't be greedy with that kind of stuff. So, well, one, yeah. of the, one of the things I, I will put this back into ashes is yeah. why I would back it and not many other games. Because as I said, the community that I spawned a decade ago in a game called Ion is still around. There's mm -hmm. tons of us, and we're in tons of different games. And we have the pros and cons of all of them to discuss. I have the ones that I've played that are just 
epic straight out of the far east you're gonna buy packs no matter what to get anything mm -hmm. done all the way down to gw2 which is current favorite of mine where yeah you can get cosmetic items but i know i can get everything in the game what i like about ashes is the head guy he's he's a little bit older <laughs> gamer like me and he's, he has a lot of the same values and ideals so the development of this game is already going already going to start with two things one somebody who doesn't or does like all these things too and two somebody who's listening to the community fan base etc complain about these things and how they're they're you know distracting from the game and ruining the game he needs to pay attention to that and so should any current game company or upcoming game company because what they're finding is, and what we're all dealing with right now is, well, what are we going to play? This black hole in the MMO <laughs> world. And nobody here can say that there's no games to play. There's hundreds, if not the most games ever to date right now. Old, new, been there, done that. It exists. But everybody's like, there's nothing to play. There's nothing to play because we're sick and tired of right. cash grabbing games. Or we're sick and tired of playing, you know, games that, that give away sorry one of my pet peeves is here you just signed in here's your level 100 oh, can't God. stand it oh, frustrates the that. crap out of me right. just get rid of them that so boost. that's the one th that's the one thing in guild wars <laughs> i yeah. don't like yep i don't like it that they do it there i definitely don't like it in wow and never have so i left it's it's yeah. a frustration for me in guild wars because nothing's worse than a brand new one month old cleric trying to come and heal, heal somebody he's got a level 100 and mm -hmm. you don't know necessarily he's only 30 days into his character and doesn't know how to spell the word heal let alone use the skill <laughs> and then your team wipes and you can't figure out why your cleric's a complete moron right. and, and not a, that's and a good not point a that, but in guild wars 2 it is so easy to level up yeah, you don't need yeah. That. yeah. exactly it's just get rid of that stuff and he's listening to that so i don't I'm not fearing that as much out of no. out of ashes, which is good. Right. It's why I would put my my backing in a sense, whatever crap that's worth, behind that kind of a game. Why I would mm -hmm. go promote that to the to the guilds that I've been in, or the guild that I that I I'm in currently, or the community in the tavern. Oh man, it you really joined is the coming crusade, up the way baby. we're discussing today in this in this uh, podcast. It is really coming together the way that the community is discussing. In various Discord channels, etc. It's it's excellent. You guys hear that? No, no. I, I was just thinking of something. That's why I was laughing. I, I just heard on my end. Oh, you joined the crusade, baby. I guess. Uh, oh. Yeah, I just realized that happened. Oh, yeah. Got my notifications for Streamlabs on. Clearly, someone just uh, joined my Twitch. Oh, okay, fantastic. I'll look into that later. But you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but you what know, Chili was saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's not like we're elites. It's just don't cater to the casuals in your game. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cater to the you know to your core demographic. To your core demographic that are going to keep supporting you, yep. even you know. So. Yeah, my my thing to any dev out there is don't be the damn drug pusher. Don't be the person that exploits like if you've got a system like that in place uh don't well, be I that think. don't be that that set of people because you already know that you're exploiting that that weak character the trait in somebody of the mmo genre and the fan base the player base whatever you want to call that across the globe even is starting to walk away from it and i think it's going to be the continuing trend it is more like what uh nice cream was saying getting it back to what us older guys got into right mm -hmm. you know never Dark Ages, Camelot, so on and so forth. I'm not trying to date myself. Um, but that original, you know, you're playing it to play it and discover and see the stuff that's in it, and you're not distracted with these types of things, cash shops or big boosts, etc., etc. Just take them away. It's not a distraction. You'll find, here it goes. Here's an example. I don't know if any of you guys on this channel have done it, but if any of the viewers are looking or if you guys want to look into it, it's a little game called Gorgon, Project Gorgon. It's in mm -hmm. Steam. I have no affiliation. It's not the top of the line graphics, but it's gameplay. If it was on an engine similar to Black Desert Online slash Guild Wars slash The Ashes will be, it would own the MMO genre because A, no cash op, B, so much intertwined skills, lores, things like from gender studies to psychology to food making to whatever. I mean, they really put the depth of what 
RPG is into the game. And it's stunning how many people are going to this little game that is a small shop, you know, it's done without any big corporation. I mean, much like Ashes is being done, only maybe not as big. Um, and no, the graphics aren't all the way there yet. They're, they're still working on it. They're working on tweaks. It's a beta. But the gameplay is so fantastic. It's so funny. It's so great that it just enthralls and sucks you in. And that's a cool thing. That puts us back into the game style we're talking about that we want. The fun of the game as opposed to the niftiness of what I bought or the niftiness that I can EP around with. You know, it's like, oh, look at this thing that I've got that I, I, I got for five bucks or ten right. bucks or or that I got to level 100 and playing the end game content, don't know how I'm doing it. And I can't tell you anything about what the game's about because I skipped 80 levels, you know. <laughs> And, and all the stuff that goes into the 80 levels, why I'm fighting this raid boss and why it matters to the story gets lost, even in WoW right now. Yeah. So why are you here? Why do you think it's important to kill this creature? Where is your story behind that? All the RPG element? Gone. My because item level. just jump in, fight, and oh, we succeeded, and I got some loot, and oh, okay, good night. Well, screw that. That's, again, why I'm doing the tavern. I want to hear the story. I want to hear you guys struggle through it. I want to hear you win it. I want to buy that in-game beer, as it were, uh -huh. with you, and I want to go help you do it next time. You know, I want to be engaged to go, crap, I want to go do that because it sounds cool. Not, right. oh, that's nifty. Yeah, you bought that sword. Wave it around. It's got, it's got flames. Cool. Uh-huh. Man, this you know, ruins it. I got on WoW the other day, man. It, I, I, I've got, you know, I'm that guy that achieved so much in, in MMOs, man. And I go back because I put a lot of energy and time and, and, hours and just into it and i enjoy the paladin i enjoy my paladin on wow i enjoy my templar on eso and in guild wars and all these other games but i always go back and i get back into that feeling of the grind and i'm just like ah, this no it's got to be the adventure slash quest not the grind it's got to be about yeah that and it's not man it's like i immediately got on wow and i'm like well let me get some more damn ap for this uh, artifact weapon that's going to be irrelevant next year yeah. Uh, let me let me get on ESO and go grind out. Oh, the the oh, look at all these. Oh man, look at all these like skill sets and possibilities that no, I can't use that because they just hammered their own their own possibility for theory crafters. Like that's one of the one games that has all of these skill lines and possibilities, and ninety percent of them aren't even utilized or used or looked at because, well, they they ended up going. And catering to individuals and giving them the one thing they want to get them to play the game and buy the shit. So, you know, the, that's a good spot to end because I think the next topic is probably going to pick right up around this point. So, uh, before we get off of here, uh, I think we've already talked about what this means for the community and being able to thrive as an MMO. It, you know, it's very clear that we're all passionate about this, and I'm very sure this resonates with many, many other people as well. Um, but before we get going, I want to give you all an opportunity. We'll go around Robin again, Chili, but give you an opportunity for a shout out. Um, I will be posting links to script in the description below for pretty much everything you hear them shout out or that we've discussed. One thing I do want to say is if you haven't, we, uh, not we, but Bellwin actually in the ashes of creation community created a steam, uh, group that I know I'd sent uh, virtue members an invite to, mm -hmm. and yep. it's, uh, been on the forums been talked about discord i'm going to put a link down below for that as well uh it is basically a place for those in the ashes of creation community who would like to have an opportunity to game with other members it's a place for you to go it's a place for you to chat it's a place for you to link up and play games while we're all waiting for ashes uh so i'm gonna put that link down below as well all the usual stuff and things related to my content and channels and guilds down below as well um definitely gonna put some stuff for chili radio revel all of us that have our own content creation or communities down below. But let's go around. Any shout outs, anything you want to say before we get done, Chili? So I want to shout out actually to the patrons because that's what makes the tavern what it is. It's all of you guys being there and doing that stuff. We we provide a similar channel looking group as it were for any game that you're doing. I'll provide a channel for y'all to come and hang out and do your voice chat. Hell, I've even been putting in tavern ambiance music. It's about that community when you talk about Chili's Tavern. So to all of you patrons thank you very much grab a friend come hang out it's fun as <laughs> next round on chili next damn on right chili. <laughs> nice cream nope uh, not gonna shout out anything right on. you know me all right rebel i'd like to shout out virtue 
Um, if you're anybody who thinks that they fall in the line of, of kind of our thought process or the like-minded type of personality that we have here, uh, go ahead and go to the website, the links down below, go check us out, go read our guild charter, um, review it, look over it. And if you think you're somebody who could fit in with us, I encourage you to apply. Um, we're always willing to take uh, fresh meat as you will. And, um, uh, also, uh, uh, link down below for my, my Twitch, um, if uh, you want to come just hang out every once in a while while I'm, while I'm live. There you go. Hi, I'm Radio. I stream a variety of games on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash xradioactive13. Right on. And thank you to each of you for participating today. I appreciate you hanging out. It was a really great conversation. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to go back and watch. So uh, if you have any uh, questions or you would like to leave some of your own feedback, please, by all means, leave it in the uh, comments below on the video. Um, I think I'm going to try to premiere this to Monday night and then possibly get the video up on Tuesday. We'll see how it goes. So I'll be looking in social medias for that. And uh, uh, everybody have a great week. And thanks so much to, for hanging out. And I'll catch you next time on stream, everybody. Hey you, yes, don't click away just yet. I have a $100 Amazon gift card I am giving away this month. There are about another 20 days, I believe, left in this giveaway at the time of this video. All you gotta do is click on the Gleam giveaway link I have in the description. Enter as many times as you can, some are daily. Best of luck to you. I will see you next time.